Hey guys, this is just a quick addendum to the episode uh, Let's Flip the Luciferian Script. I mistakenly said that Judy Mikovits was being interviewed by someone on BitChute, and that was my dyslexic um, mistake. It's Brighteon. She's being interviewed by Mike Adams, also known as the Health Ranger. Brighteon's a great site for finding (laughs) unedited content uh, where people are trying to express their truth. Um, So enjoy that uh, correction. I'm posting the link below in the description notes. And, And I'll post... Uh, there's a website now for Plandemic, which I referred to initially. Um, the interview that was taken down from YouTube and other platforms. So now there's a whole website and you can see all the truths revealed. So please enjoy the addendum where I correct myself and update the information about Judy Mikovits being interviewed on Brighteon, that link, and secondly, uh, another link to a website that's called Plandemic that's got all the updates about how she, as a cellular biologist who worked under Fauci since the 80s, is capturing the information we need to know to understand how this whole coronavirus farce became a disease according to the stupid fake science powers that were. Please enjoy! Regarding Dr. Judy Mikovits, um, is that a trigger? Look, You know, I will never come on here to start yelling. I do swear and I do get upset. But I think for those who have been listening, you know that I, I think I I really, well, maybe you don't know this, but I do my best, just you know my intentions, to hold my composure just so that what I'm saying is sort of has enough of a semblance of calm so that you can reflect as we go. See how I'm slowing down my speech? The pauses. Shall we call them pages? Pregnant pauses. Okay, back to back to the topic at hand. So the, the very first thing that I saw um, in the early phase when nobody knew what the hell was going on, um, it was just the front end of YouTube starting to censor. And as a person who's always followed independent journalists and the common person um, to determine 
you know, I'm, I'm far more interested in, in the common person's intellect, if they can show it, than somebody, as I always say to my mom, with fake boobs or a tie on, you know, fill in the blank, fake lashes, <laughs> a slick production value that, I mean, who wears a suit anymore anyway, every day? Come on, world. Media is so, they're so archaic. They're so trapped in an 80s um, dungeon, which they thought was staying way ahead of us. But (laughs) I think they soon might be trapped in a dungeon, many of them. And you know, those medieval dungeons, they are, um, what are they? Gosh, did you ever see the movie Mind Walk, anyone? God, that's a good one. Um, That they they end up in Mont Saint-Michel, which is this incredible cathedral town built out of one block of whatever that native stone right off the coast of Brittany. And when the tide rolls out, you can take this stone path to the to the um, I mean, what do we call an entire island that is a town, you know, which is surrounding a cathedral, which is, it's moated. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the true meaning of medieval. Like there is a moat, it is protected. There are walls. <laughs> anyway, there is a scene in that movie. I, go back and watch it. There's a scene in the movie where the Three characters are walking around. It turns out it's a medieval torture chamber. So see, that's where my mind went. And let's flash flash forward back to 2021. Um, This is a short drop because I just put uh, um, flat bread in the oven to have some delicious garlic spinach spread and some... Um, kind of a Mexican cheese that I just made with cilantro and garlic and peppers and sautéed zucchini. I can smell it. That's why I'm telling you what it is. But that's also why this is just going to be a piece of um, this particular podcast drop because I've only got probably three minutes right now. But I just wanted to catch the the thought, the sentiment, as it arises. This is what I call the liminal. Don't forget. This is when I say, like, don't forget who you are. Don't forget what you know. G-N-O-W means internal knowledge, not K-N-O-W that you just heard or read or something. When you know something is true, this is why Gnosticism was so dangerous. Um... Some of Jesus' uh, cohorts, followers, um, I think after his life, who wandered in the desert. But I digress. I keep going so far back in history. <laughs> I went from from medieval to Jesus' time and back to 2021 twice. Um, Judy Mikovits, she was in the short uh, documentary called Plandemic. That was one of the early trigger words. See, what the media does is what I call the Luciferian flip. Um, 
they they take a thing and as soon as it draws attraction and somebody is sincerely interested in seeking the truth they flip it to say it's wrong they shame you they shame you for even mentioning something that they have decided isn't worthy of their um standard of non-truth but uh they I'm going to turn off the oven even for a couple minutes just so I'm not feeling pressured. Um Yeah, so so Plandemic came out obviously because whomever interviewed Judy Mikovits felt they had um it's too bad I don't remember the gentleman's name, but it's just a, a man um interviewing her just so we're clear about what short film I'm talking about and it was it was just like a total jaw dropper it's like there's so many things for the people that are out there that are still just like like touching their cheek as if they just got slapped by something violent or terrible or disgusting when you're just going along like this going along with other people's emotionality negative emotionality that is not good for your soul that means that you're so afraid of living that you can only be a follower and isn't it funny i mean podcasts have followers youtube channels um it's it's almost funny the mainstream media has been shutting down so many alternative platform channels i think partially you know they're they're kind of like the shitty mean girls when you're growing up at school where you're just like wow you're attractive and clearly you're smart enough to be mean to me so like couldn't you just focus on yourself and improving how you seek your own truth no you just the First it starts with being insecure and then it can lead to psychotic behavior. I mean, so this is very tricky. This is a tricky moment we're in people. Just <laughs> as some people I know and I'm not going to say names because to protect the innocent or famous people that other people don't like or f- people that I find to be famous that people who only know mainstream narratives like if a chick with a tan or a perfect haircut blinks her eyelashes and says something to you you just think that's true no we're we're that age is in the past age of pisces you know they were given a good 2200 years as to how to master the art of lying i mean at the beginning of every age there's such a power packed goodie bag of good intentions and just the juicy soup of the beginning of a new way of thinking that you know they wanted to establish i think i'm not going to overthink this institutions because i mean was there was there any good gosh I think the dark ones had already arrived. So I think the goodness of the beginning of the age of Pisces is, well, hello, Jesus wanted to spread love, you know. I know but as before Jesus, but close enough these 
modern era avatars, meaning you hear of them. I mean, there are ancient beings we wouldn't even hear of. Like, some people don't even know about Plato or before Plato or... You catch my drift. Modern avatars, meaning the ones who established the age of Pisces in our belief systems. <sighs> they had good intentions. They were trying to tell us the importance of, well, let's just say in these two cases, love, Jesus, contemplation, compassion, and non-judgment, Buddha. None of those things are refutable. Contemplation, meditation, non-judgment, love. Can't argue with that. You can't ever argue with that. Capital T Truths. Go ahead, argue with it. Then what are you doing? Are you trying to do some Luciferian flip on me? Because guess what? It's not allowed. All right, so you get my point. <laughs> I love that I, you know, by mistake, I just start musing and all of a sudden I've illustrated the point. Thank you, Paige. Thank you, inner Paige. <laughs> Higher self, Paige. Um, so... You know, Mikovitz, in this interview, I was kind of like, I don't, you know, I don't know you from Eve. She's this lady. She's very salt of the earth. I, I, everybody has time to watch. Well, I don't even know if you can find Plandemic because it was so early on censored. I'm sure you can. I'm sure it's on one of the alternative platforms like Rumble or, um, what is one that starts with a B? I like that one too. Can't think of her right now, but um, bit shoot. Um, library, I thought library was gonna take off, but I haven't heard people on library very much. Anyway, um, so if you watch Plandemic as an exercise, and then you watch this recent interview, she just was interviewed by someone on BitChute. And, you know, I could post a link underneath here. Maybe I will because I have so few listeners that I don't think I will be a target to any sort of censoring of my podcast. I, I don't want that, though. I mean, geez, I already got my number of listeners taken away because I wasn't generating more every month. So now I know. That's why if, if you just know like one or two people that you think would benefit from this and don't be such a little wah-wah like, well, I don't know. That might reflect back on me if they don't like it. We're talking about the truth here, people. We're talking about truth, life, the living, loving, humanity, surviving or not. You know, this is not what kind of gum do you want to chew? Or like, you know, who's got better tennis shoes? Like, can, can you just get deeper with me for a little bit? So in this recent interview, I will find at least the name of it if it's not a um, hyperlink. Um, but I think I'll, I, sh I should be able to find both. So first pandemic, then it's called, I think, so she wrote this book and it's called, um, is it called The End of Plagues? Um, 
gosh, I'll have to look it up. And then we'll know. All of us will know. But it's addressing the nature of plagues, how they have started, and drumroll, um, Fauci, Fauci's role, um, good old Tony Fauci's role in all this. So can anybody answer for me who was Judy Mikovits' boss? I mean, if you use powers of deduction, yes, it was Fauci. So Mikovits worked for Fauci, let's say 80s and 90s, because she was working for him when they were working on um, um, gosh, you know, how to use the proper word when speaking of medical things should be all of our um, highest goals as individuals. How to know what true science is. You, you know, when people are like, I value science. Wait, because you heard someone say that on the news. Or do you actually, in your free time, teach yourself things like how, you know, genomes work and how they're read on a PCR test or what determines the results of a PCR test or that PCR tests cannot determine a level of any coronavirus in the body. That's not what they were even designed for. Funny, not funny, ironic, not ironic. I can't remember the man's name right now who's responsible for introducing the PCR test. He was brilliant. You know, and what did he die in 2019? Hmm, young guy, you know, like my age. Anyway, however dark the world has become, it's all I want for you people and whomever is listening. I hope it's interdimensionals and extra dimensionals and off planet beings. I hope it is. I hope my frequency beams that deep and far and wide. Um, so Fauci was her boss in the 80s and 90s when they were working on... Um, addressing, um, helping us lessen, uh, apparently there's no cure from HIV, but to attend the AIDS virus. And that's a very dark topic that implicates Fauci as well. And it's all in there. Um, so boy, hello, trigger warning for <laughs> the whole gay community by, um, It, those who value people who love, you know, same-sex relationships because that's such a big part of our culture. AIDS was in the 80s and 90s. That's my entire, I mean, that's why, that was the generation where kids had to start wearing, we called them rubbers. <laughs> we had to start wearing rubbers. Um, and... For you young kids, I, I'm sure you know what that is, but I'm talking about condoms. And that's such a tragedy. Wow. Tragic, tragic, tragic. Skin on skin is so good. Also, I won't get distracted at this moment. Let's go back 
to Judy Mikovits working for Fauci and her book. Um, I should almost, well, you know what? Since this is only one segment of this podcast, I'll correct myself either in the show notes or, you know, as I continue with the, the audio here. But so she wrote this book and she's being interviewed about the book by, uh, um, mm, I can't recall, is he an epidemiologist? Is he a medical doctor? But it's, it's some level of practice in the medical industry. And so he's asking her all these questions and he says, wait, stop, we have to, can we back up here? Because they get into some really technical terms. Um, Because her area of focus is cellular biology. And, I mean, you let that girl rip, and it is kind of Asperger-y exciting because she's she's totally unselfconscious. She might be a smoker. I'm always curious, like, what people's habits are by listening to their voice. Uh, Clearly one of the kinder people in the whole world very calm, never defensive. Like she got, that girl got so much shit. I think she was the first one persecuted. So so after Mikovits worked, just to give you a little background on all this, after Mikovits worked for Fauci, um, she ended up, did she get fired by him? I think he fired her because she was concerned about the research they were doing. That's where the whole gain of function began. Found she's very interested in gain of function. Fauci. I don't know why I want to put an N in there. Fauci. When people say Fauci, it makes me (laughs) cringe. See, now I can't say anything. But I do have this kind of natural inclination toward I've said this before, etymology and the root of languages and people's names. Like we should be able to pronounce each person's name the way it is said from their culture. I feel that's a um, gesture of respect personally. So I ain't going to run around calling that man Fauci. Um, It's not an Arabic name. It's Fauci. He's Italian. Not really positively representing his tribe, I would say. But um, so I think he fired her. Anyway, fast forward, she started her own research lab um, with, I think it would be her former research partner, lab founder partner um, to date because I don't know what happened with that person, her partner. But he was also messed with, too. I think it was a he. Anyway, so now she's got this lab. She's doing independent research. She's not interested in monkeying around, pun intended, with as these mRNA vaccines are put in monkey kidney cells. And that ends up being the envelope um, that... I don't know what this has to do with the PEG. So I have a a former 
episode where, oh, I said something like, it's called something like do the hokey pokey. Go back and do a search in my, you know, I've only done like 12 um, podcasts. It's called do the hokey pokey. Um, So I talk about the PEG technology. And I believe the PEG, that's not the graphene, but it's so tricky for me to remember all this technical stuff. Go back and listen. So I think the PEG is the synthetic component of the mRNA virus or the MR. (laughs) Well, it does involve a virus. This is what she ultimately says. So the mRNA vaccine contains material um, and some of it is synthetic material like the graphene, um, uh, that won't break down in your body. It's there forever. So this is where when people say that makes you essentially transhuman because it's technology and it's in you. Uh, I think it's also related to why people are having these magnetic um, experiences where they're, they can, you know, metal is staying on people's bodies. It's attracting. Um, that's not funny. <laughs> that is not funny. Um, there's a lot of magnetism through all of the technology that we have, you know, um, uh, wafting and floating and pulsing through the air. Uh, wireless, 5G, you know, all that stuff. that your body's different. It's not just, you're not organic human anymore. And I'm not saying this to scare anyone because I've also heard people say, um, I've always believed if there's a will, there's a way, you know, whatever ailment, illness, or disease it is, if you want to be here on this earth and live, you'll very likely find a way. But there's both, look up the PEG, Um, that is technology that was introduced in these mRNA vaccines. And then, um, uh, there's also the, so that it might be that the technology component is put in these monkey kidneys because it provides an envelope so that they can go into the cells so they can travel deeply within our systems. Um, and that's that's the part that gets pretty scary. Pretty like, wow, that sounds a lot like someone has an intention to harm our natural makeup as humans and change our DNA forever. And this is what brings us to things like eugenics, where it's a combination of experimenting on humans, the human genome, and uh, uh, deeply lessening the amount of humans on our home planet called Earth, where we were all born, where we have the unalienable rights, every human on the planet, (laughs) to be here, to exist, to breathe, to thrive, to care for our own health in the best way that we feel. So these are where all these um, civil liberties are I mean, we've just, this has become crimes against humanity 
off the charts. I mean, there's so much treason that I don't, I think it supersedes anybody going to prison. I think there's a lot of people that, according to all the constitutions across our earth plane, would be executed. Um, I know that sounds also extreme. I hope that's not another trigger, but it probably is for some. Um, there are some beings on this planet who are not fit to be here. If all they want to do is kill us, that's what we call predators. And that's not even like natural predators, you know? Um, all those big cats we have on the earth plane, those have, those are humans that have become rotten over the course of 2,000 years. And they just don't have enough soul to want to live or help other people live or ask for help to say, look, I'm sick. You know, it's like any other deep, deep ism. To me, alcoholism isn't when you drink too much. It's when you realize you simply don't have the will to choose not to drink too much. There's a lot of people eating too much, drinking too much, what at fill in the blank, smoking pot too much, you know, taking white pills. Um, so they're dumbed down. I don't that's that's not a disease. The disease is if you just can't kind of have a sit down with yourself and say Wow, do I, this is the moment for me to decide, do I want to be of the living or of the dying? Because if I'm going to say for the most of us, you know, we do have a liver. So I, unlike some people, I think it's very age of Pisces to say we have to become these evolved light beings that are only, you know, in 20 years we won't be eating food, we'll be living on light and we, We'll never swear and we're just like, you know, never doing anything that's challenging to our bodies. I think that's unrealistic. That's going to take a while if that's supposed to be part of the path. But I have learned if I treat my body poorly more than 30% of the time, I am degrading. So any kind of challenging or poor habit can't be more than two out of seven days, three out of seven days tops. It, it, we, have to, we have to do that less. And the less you do it, the less you want to do it because the liver just wants what the liver gets. So, so, okay, now I'm like off on this tangent of wellness and taking care of your health. But that's relevant because... What people have thought the vaccine would do to strengthen their bodies such that they can, what the news was calling back, get back to normal, that if they want to get back to a healthy life, you have to understand how the immune system works. And the immune system is your immunity. So funny, this word that's so sacred to the human body. I mean, immunity is what allows us to live for longer um, and to live better and to live happily and to have our mental faculties so we can be creators, so we can create this new world. 
I mean, so this is the beginning of the age of Aquarius, and that's all about individual sovereignty, that we'll make the new world with each other. And, you know, even though I only have two really close friends that I can talk to all about this with, I have other close friends, well, three, two females and a male. Um, shout out to to Hope, Alexis, and Reg. Um, you got to find a couple of friends right now. If you're feeling confused and you're, if like my words are kind of pulling on you, like, like, wow, this is making sense or what does she, she's not crazy. She just kind of thinks outside the box. And so sometimes it freaks me out or I get confused and I want to shame her for making me expand my thinking. Like, just don't shame me either. Don't listen to this podcast and be on your way. I don't want you to carry around feelings of resentment towards someone you may have never met or maybe you met me at Grumpy's or maybe, <laughs> who knows, maybe I was your esthetician or um, uh, your bike enthusiast. We know each other that way. I really genuinely care about every human being on this planet that wants to live and has the courage to drop their fear at this point. Because you know, whatever you believe to be true, you know that the narratives have just gone too crazy, awry. You can't even, you're like, wait, I don't want this team or that team. So the point that I came here to make, and now I'm just past like the 31 minute mark, um, and I'm hungry. I really want to eat that flatbread I just was going to put in the oven, is that what she said is COVID-19 isn't even legitimate. And I, <laughs> before I started my podcast, I did do um, something through, um, I don't know if how many people listen to something called, what is it called, Sound Drop? Is it Sound Drop? Uh, I did an audio transmission and I called it, I think I called it the coronation. And I said, coronavirus is simply an umbrella term for the cold and flus that have gone around the world. Well, if you look into Judy Mikovitz's work, a lot of those colds and flus have happened through quote-unquote vaccines that humans were given all over the earth that are injected with zoonotic um, viruses, meaning from the animal kingdom. So, you know, all this, the bird, the, the pig, the... Um, I don't know about mad cow disease, but like, yeah, any of these these animal species diseases that have crossed over into the human genome, that's not because they float through the air. That's because you were injected with something. Or I guess that whole, what was the thing with um, 
mad cow disease. Like people ate, I mean, what people ate bad beef in England. I, I have never even looked into that one, but I'm trying to stick with the virus. So like, I know that if you listen to the latest drop that Mikovitz did, um, and it's on BitChute, so you could look up Judy, J-U-D-Y, Mikovitz, M-I-K-O, um, V-I-T-S. So don't misspell her name, and you can't, you can't even look for her on Google. So Google as a search platform won't get you anywhere near truth right now. You just, you got to go from duck a go-go. Um, or uh, brave. Um, so, so that's crazy. So when I, when we first heard of coronavirus in what was January of 2019, or at the very end, it was, it was, it was the week of the Chinese New Year. I remember that because I was like, this is so nuts. What? Because I just started doing research immediately. Like China, huh? What? Are we mad at China? Is it? Like, what's going on here? Lab? Wuhan? Um, Mikovitz says that Fort Detrick was doing gain-of-function um, experimentation before Wuhan had those materials and that uh, under Fauci's um, supervision, the gain-of-function vials, material generated was transported from um, Fort Detrick to Wuhan labs. So that means we can't just call it the China virus. We can't just blame it on China. I know, I know that we're on really bad terms with China and they have not, CCP has not treated their people uh, I mean, it's it's a. I mean, just do your own research on living under communist rule in China. It's very disturbing. But I still wouldn't nail a label on someone because now we're just politicizing uh, dirty laundry, and I think that that's an unnecessary and very irresponsible, immature thing to do. So um, I'm not crazy about the fact that that was, that our, you know, former President Trump, well, some people would call him president, present president. (laughs) That's a tongue twister, present president, um, due to election fraud. But that aside, I'm not crazy about the fact that you know, Trump's whole shtick is to create like two or three letter word phrases and and he's no dummy. I mean, it's, news travels faster if you can say it in two or three words. So the China virus, it has, it's kind of has an onomata, what is that when something sounds like poetic, onomatopoetic, China virus, but it really, here's the thing. According to Mikovits, this is what I was trying to spit out for the last 37 minutes, is what we were experiencing in 2019 was any cluster of these, 
former coronaviruses, you know, which we can look up the history of how they came about in our systems, but really that's not even necessary. I mean, if, if we just, every single person on the planet knows what a cold or flu virus is. Um, and they go in similar categories because they are, um, they transmit uh, through aerosol. Um, you know, it happens in the colder months. Um, a virus enters your, your system and your immune system takes care of it until your immunity is weak and that's when it activates. And then you either get stronger immunity by drinking your chicken soup and eating your fresh garlic and taking your hydroxychloroquine and your ivermectin and your vitamin C and your vitamin D, you know, like all the natural, we all know colloidal silver, I could keep going. I've been following natural body care ever since I was old enough to do that in my late teens and early 20s. So this, this, if this is unfamiliar to you, guys, if you want to live longer, this is how you do it. You got to learn how to take care of your own body. And there will come a point soon where hospitals are only meant to be visited if something acute happens. Otherwise, natural medicine can do a lot. And there's a lot of natural medicine that involves technology that's been hidden from us. So, you know, um, light therapy um, to kill bacteria um, and all kinds of different things. There's just all this stuff that we have that's been... um, you know, this is part of the agenda to keep us stupid and sick and dying. But soon we're going to, this stuff is going to come out and it's going to get a lot better. And we're going to put our fear of the flus and the colds behind us because the human body is an amazing mechanism if you bolster its immunity. If you learn how to befriend your own immune system, you will live for a very long time. You will be strong. You will be smart. You will be curious. Um, But what Migovitz was saying is we weren't dealing with China virus in 2019. What they called COVID-19, the letters are C-O, co as as in corona, virus, V-I, COVID, and then they were adding on the D as if it was a disease, which it's not. Flus and colds are not a disease. They don't last forever. The body handles them. The only reason you ever die of a colder flu virus is because you have comorbidity, because you don't have a strong immune system. And I just said like the most practical, flat out, simple thing that I, you can refute me. Everyone can refute whatever I'm saying, but it's, that's the kind of science we need to be able to speak with each other as common people. Not like be afraid to say that we understand how something works because I don't have, you know, two letters behind my name, like two or three letters, doctor, PhD, blah, blah, blah. So if we were all just running around with the cold and flu and they called it COVID-19, And then they said the way they would test it is with the PCR test, and the PCR test cannot determine 
um, a cold or flu virus because you can't isolate a cold or flu or virus. Like, I have little bits of different flus and colds as an accumulation or the years of the ones, the viruses that I had in my system. And my, you know, immune system championed them with the whatever, um, white blood cells, whatever the the trillions of fighter cells that kill the necessary viral cells that are coming up and causing a problem. But the truth is you can't isolate a cold or flu virus because that's like saying you could isolate an oxygen molecule that's traveled through a town. You can't do that because it's gone, whatever, it might be in somebody's bloodstream. It might be in a bar, um, sharing its neighboring molecule, like um, in a bathroom that gets flushed down a toilet. I, you know what I'm saying? You can't isolate a coronavirus molecule, so therefore they can never isolate. These PCR tests demand that you can isolate some feature of what it's, what it's allowing you to do is to be able to see patterns emerge to identify what this isolate is. And then you magnify the isolate. That's when they talk about like the magnification. You know, the designer of PCR said you should never go above 25 or you're just getting noise, like turning up a radio dial. And these PCR tests were being performed at a level of 40, which means it was all noise. And then you get these fake positives. And then if you're pretty smart, you might ask, well, why would there ever be a negative, uh, you know, positive means you have what they were calling COVID-19 and negative means you don't. Well, it's pretty wonky when the PCR test isn't even supposed to apply to what happened. But let's just say it goes something like this, according to Mikovits. So I only ever talk about anything that I've heard that makes sense to me. This is not me blowing hot air out of my ass. Mikovits is saying the cold and flu, flu virus was floating around. They wanted to create a narrative which you can go back in history and research event 201. Um, and then Trump fucked with that. So Agenda 21 was supposed to make all this happen right now, and it didn't work because 2016 to 2020, they couldn't roll out this whole agenda. So, so Trump knew he was being effed with. Um, that's a whole other story. Just, just like have compassion for political figures, not just Trump. I have compassion for the fact that Biden never should have stepped up to the podium. He was already losing his marbles beforehand. And he was never a strong enough character, and I mean by his code of ethics or lack thereof, to stand up. I mean, to be a president, you have to be a pretty strong mofo. And he was never that. So I didn't say anything about political parties there. I just said, as a man. Um, so with all these crazy agendas going on, if, okay, now, now, at the 
the, what are we at? I gotta put my glasses on and see. Okay, this is the 45 minute mark. I've still not eaten my flatbread. It's 420. That's a good time. <sighs> That's a nice time to call it a day. But um, uh, if we were all just running around with a cold and or a flu virus, you know, because it was winter, and then the tests were telling you that you had COVID-19, I mean, that's frightening right there. That's Orwellian. That you would know nothing about your how your immune system works, and you'd give all of your power up to these, it's funny how these terms like foreign bodies, <laughs> like foreign bodies invading your system, foreign bodies invading your sovereign rights, you know, in a political infrastructure that said, you gotta go to the clinic and you gotta take the test. And I know some of you have heard. The swab, I mean, that is crimes against humanity. They were sticking it past the blood brain barrier. They were, that's very dangerous to cut into your mucoid, beyond your mucoid layer into the tissues. They were poking in to the brain essentially. I mean, this, and this gets us back to the creepiness of what eugenics is. It's a combination of experimenting with the human genome and trying to lessen the human population. So defiling and lessening the human population intentionally, criminally, psychopathically, sociopathically. And if you, if this is where we get to interdimensionals and off planet beings, it could be very um, true that there are, let's say, reptilian beings that it's not even that they don't like humans. We're like ants to them. They're, they're just like, they, they don't care. They just want our blood and they want us out of the way and they want to throw us in piles and, you know, send us into tunnels and put us in rivers and burn us up and incinerate us. It's very dark. I mean... <laughs> I'm only just giving you a little popcorn preview of the kind of disclosure I hope we're going to get in the coming months. For some of you, it might not be years till you're ready to hear any of this. But as soon as you're ready, you'll hear it because it's already all out there. I'm just a front runner of wanting to know the truth first. So Mikovitz is saying we're all running around with cold and flu viruses. And then the PCR test is falsely saying we have this thing, this made up thing that's never been real called COVID-19. Of course, the 19 was just for 2019. So we have Corona, CO, virus, VID, disease, false. A flu or cold is never a disease. A disease means you have something, uh, it's life-threatening and you'll likely not get rid of it. You know, like they've said with cancer and AIDS. And even that is a whole dark rabbit hole to go down. Humans never, we never need to have dis-ease. 
We will have ailments. We will be ailing. We will fall ill. Uh, but it's war that cuts off your limbs or shoots you in the head or puts shrapnel in your brain. We don't need to have war. So this is why I keep saying, are you for life, love, and the living? Or are you part of a death cult, whether you know it or not? If you're not for life, love, life, and the living, you're participating in the death cult. And I'm just trying to give you an opportunity to climb out of it. I'm just trying to give you an opportunity to climb out of the trenches of death for someone else. The people who want you dead are the ones who both want to first live off of you, so fine. You know, they'll take your blood, which is, you know, this is another blood agenda. I haven't even thought about that. Um, that's a whole different story. You know, the, the, um, for any of you who don't know what adrenochrome is, look it up. I'm not going to talk about it. If you don't know what it is, then you don't understand how humans are being hosted off of. You don't understand what the eugenics is and you don't understand that the worst population that's being hit by essentially blood transfusion murder and bloodletting murder is children. There's a whole cult. And so there, it's probably better to hear it from me than anything graphic because you should not be watching any of that stuff. Um, there is such a thing where if you watch something incredibly disturbing, it causes a kind of um, psychotropic, you can, you can go crazy and not come back. You know, this has happened with people in the military. They just, the trauma that they've witnessed is so disturbing that they can't get their head back in order. Like it's like, it's like physically their head has been severed from their body. It's a psychological, um, uh, what do you call that when you're at the guillotine? Beheading. Yeah, whatever the word is for a psychological beheading. Um, and we don't want that. I don't want that. But it's not too harsh for you to hear me say these words because I have good intention. I'm not saying anything extremely graphic. But Mikovitz is saying we all had a cold and a flu and they fooled us into believing that we had this disease called COVID-19. And the whole, what they did with the vials in Fort Detrick that ended up going to Wuhan. And, you know, Obama was responsible for signing something. He signed something into legislation when during his um, administration where we could no longer practice gain of function in the good old US of A. So I think that's when it traveled from Fort Detrick to Wuhan. But Mikovits and her peers are um, the professionals who can confirm that knowledge. But it just goes to show, you know, we were doing all the monkey business and that is a, that's a real thing, monkey business. I wonder where that term comes from, etymology of monkey business. Someone, we should all look that up. 
Somebody leave me a voicemail and tell me what monkey business means. I guess on Anchor you can leave me a voicemail. So I would love that. I have one voicemail from Amanda, one of my listeners, and I, I'm so grateful for that. I'm going to collect those and introduce an episode where I just have people say, I don't know, how, how they're enjoying the podcast, how it's perhaps helping their sanity. Because um, I want you to be sane. Um, if I share disturbing things, don't shoot the messenger. It's funny, my name's Paige. And um, Paige means messenger. We were the messengers between the common people and the, oh, what do you call the royalty that, um, uh, skulks behind the castle walls. (laughs) I was the messenger. So I'm just the messenger, and I hope you not only um, throw shade back on me, but I hope you value this opportunity that I'm trying. I'm doing this in my free time. Um, And I hope I would like to make a living out of this, sharing uh, my thoughts, kind of doing as a social critic, that I could be a critic that could tell the human story as we emerge positively into the age of Aquarius. And it's gonna get dark. I mean, we're in a new world where somebody wanted new world order and then, oh, Hope Kimmel, I'm gonna give you cred. Um, I talked about this Luciferian flip I mean, if you look at any dark agenda that's ever been done on humans, it's very simple. It's always a flip of something creation did first. So they want NWO? Well, we want OWN. It's our own earth. We were born here to live and love and thrive and spread our seed. The human seed and the seed of trees and flowers and I'm not going to go off on that. That'll be a whole new podcast of like what it means to spread the seed in the age of Aquarius. But I'm going to finish this piece and it ends up this will because this is just over 56 minutes right now and I like to stay around an hour or less. Um, I guess this is it. This is all one podcast. Um, We all had a version of cold or flu in the winter. And then they convinced us through the PCR test. And I never got a test. I never will. um, That we had this COVID-19 so that we would get the vaccination. The substances, you know, the whole PEG and uh, synthetic gene therapy... Um, they put all that in these vaccines. So that's in the mRNA vaccines for sure, the uh, Moderna and the Pfizer, P-F-I-Z-E-R. I think the, did the the CEO of Pfizer just resign? Um, So there's a lot of incredible 
activity going on in your world that would alert you to wonder about the validity of this whole thing. And isn't it funny? My first clue was through a little documentary where Judy Mikovits is featured called Plandemic. That's all I needed to watch beside the 111,000 bits of research that I have done, um, which it's good. It's always good to do research. Um, both my parents formally studied journalism at good universities. I think, <laughs> I don't know how infected they were then um, in the 60s, but they both got programmed. You know, my dad watches Fox and my mom watches CNN. So there you go. <laughs> Perfect social programming. And they got divorced. I'm not going to blame their divorce on uh, the left and the right, the red team and the blue team. But, but our psyche has been violently torn apart by a terrible, terrible lack of ethics in these parties that always want our attention. The sycophants, the parasites, the vampires. It's, <laughs> your energy is so precious that I just want you to know that it's time for everybody to look out for, um, oh, I listen to this amazing podcast called Aliens and Artists. Look that one up. Stuart Davis, who used to live in Minneapolis. And I'm, I'm like 99% sure it used to be the Stuart Davis that is a musician that used to frequent Bryant Lake Bowl when I was a server there. I think I'm even 100% sure it's him. But he brings up, I know he's not the only one, but most people aren't dropping in casually on alien disclosure culture. I am, because I'm looking at all the levels. I want to go from microbiology to macro star systems. Um, he talks about a thing called, um, gosh, it's taken me a second to remember this. Spiritual hygiene. And in its most basic sense, spiritual hygiene means that you cultivate an awareness. You cultivate a filter of awareness for what you're allowing in your mental and emotional filters. You know, we are electrical beings. We are affected by the harmonics of music and the frequencies of information that comes in our energetic filters. And you deserve to start practicing spiritual hygiene. And back to the beginning when I said, I don't believe that means being a saint. That ain't what I'm talking about, but it's, Kinda, at least you master at least over 70% of the time you're just, you're kind of 
aware as you can and the more aware you can be, the more aware you will be. And eventually, I mean, supposedly part of nirvana is pure awareness. Because if we have pure awareness, we wouldn't let something negative harm us. But you can only disallow harm when you know how to identify harm. So I'm trying to help y'all with the, the ancient code. You know, it's the, the basic code of natural law. It is an anchoring foundation in common law, which is what we'll probably move to next, getting us away from this false maritime law racket that we've been in. Um, you know, the founding fathers started thought that they were starting a new nation outside of British rule. And if you want to say they're masons and it was all dark to begin with, I'm still going to say there was a strong desire to get away from tyrannical British rule, oligarchs in general, and that this land, America, was founded with an intention to allow man, woman, and child to love and live freely. And that's why all the patriots are so hell-bent on bringing us back to constitutional law and we'll probably have to go into, um, like I said, constitutional law and then before that is common law and then before that is natural law and then behind natural law is universal law. <laughs> and then cosmic law, galactic law is you could say do no harm, but it's really oneness. It's this notion that everything comes from source and that creation is so sacred that we would never harm creation. And that's why the aliens have been a secret because even if they've wanted to help us, um, we're such children. All we've successfully done is really participated in the death cults instead of learned how to live by do no harm and love and living for men, women, children, and all beings, all sentient beings, all humans, whatever you want to call yourself on the spectrum of gender. We don't need to get so caught up in if I have boobs, what do I want to call myself? We're all sentient beings. We were born here. If you were born here, you have a right to life, liberty, and justice. But not through divides. That's where we're kind of still screwing up. So let's not screw up. Let's start to explore and honor this basic code that is a, that it, wow, tongue twister for me, that is an unwritten law, natural law is do no harm. Um, Judy Mikovits can teach us a lot about doing no harm. So I love you guys. I truly, I'm so 
honored and grateful that we're living in this age where I can just drop these transmissions and I know that people need to hear this and I know that people care and it may take me a while to garner interest and understanding from people. And I would love someday to share space and time with you on the earth plane in the real and maybe we'll do that again. But for now, I'm your friendly podcast maker. And um, I would love it if you share this podcast with a friend or two, if you think it's relevant to them um, and you think it might help them start making sense of this crazy, you know, crazy conundrum of confusion that we are in at this point. And we're gonna get through it. We're gonna get through it. You just gotta step back and start, just start giving yourself permission to use your own mind. That's the only way you can get to sovereignty if you've never heard that word. Sovereignty means that's that unalienable rights thing that comes out of the constitution. Because you were born on earth you have the right for life, liberty, and the pursuit of justice and happiness. You deserve to live here. And we're going to figure it out. We will figure it out. I'm, I, I think I'm blabbering, blathering on because I wonder what I'll call this one. Will I call it do no harm? Well, will I call it... Uh, I don't know. I'll have to think about what a clever name will be for this. You could leave a voicemail on Anchor and say, you should call it this page. But anyway, I love you all. I truly mean that. Um, I feel calm. I have not fallen prey to fear more than, I'm going to say about 18% of this whole window of time we've shared together. So that's part of that whole spiritual hygiene thing because fear is such a powerful tool from the former controllers and fear is just a, a natural mechanism to help us stay safe away from predators and danger away from doing foolish stupid things but living in fear drains your adrenal glands and it makes you um prone to weakened immunity ha ha Maybe I'll do something with a play on words with immunity. Um, okay, blah, blah, blah. I'm gonna find some music and share this with you, my beloved listeners. Promise you'll go out and love your brother and sister and sister and bruda and hermano and third gender friend and tranny buddy all of us you know maybe you maybe have friends that are aliens or spirits i don't know just go be friendly to everyone don't be mean don't be mad don't project your shade on them look within find the truth we've got that in us all right go find your inner truth all right talk soon bye-bye